The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Welcome, everybody. I have an old friend on the air with me today, and her name is Flo Anthony, and she's quite the entrepreneur. She does radio, she does magazines, she does all kinds of things, and I'm really happy to have you, Miss Anthony. Hey, good morning, Cindy. Forgive me for being late. I just got off a radio feed, and I just, I, I'm, I don't know, this is a crazy morning, so forgive me. But it's always crazy for you, isn't it? You've it been crazy ever since crazy. I started the talking to you. got me. But that's what makes it, that's what makes you who you are, darling. Because if you weren't like living in a world of turmoil, you wouldn't be Flo Anthony. <laughs> I mean, look at you! Look at you! I'm so glad that we accidentally reacquainted with each other. It's fabulous. I mean, you know, it's when you know somebody from way back when, in the days when you and I both had different lives, and then we reinvented ourselves, and here we are. I love it. I love it. But um, Jesus, gossip to go with Flo. You've been on the air a long time with that, haven't you? Yes, 11 years, going into my 12th year. I mean, that's so no easy task. No, it's not. And I actually do around uh, 20 uh, radio feeds live per day, aside from writing and recording the show. Um, Dow Global uh, is my syndicator, and I dial into stations all over the nation, giving them breaking news and entertainment updates all day, uh, as well as, I said, writing and recording a show every day where they send out the uh, the um, recorded feeds and the text. So it's a long day and a lot of work, but I really enjoy it. It is, and, and Harold Levin from TMZ copied you, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's actually Harvey Levin. Harvey uh, Levin, sorry. I've known him a long time. You know, he used to have the show Celebrity Justice. No, and, I remember uh, it. I know Jillian, who is his managing editor. I, I remember it well, uh, and look at him I now. He kind of copied all of us. Um, actually, when I worked at New York Post, page six, I kind of did set the beat for all of this tabloid TV. Hard copy would come down to the Post to, um, they had me on a retainer to interview me about different stories, breaking news as well as stories I had on page six. And that kind of started the whole thing of people doing uh, interviews about what was going on with celebrities because at that time you just you had Entertainment Tonight, of course, and then um, hard but hard copy, and then Current Affair, which Maury Povich hosted way back then. Was like I remember the first that, honey. Tabloid shows. Yeah, I mean that yeah. was the start of it, but those shows were really prevalent on the air and popular before news went twenty four seven. Yeah, the only one of those that is still around is Inside Edition. Exactly. And of course Entertainment Tonight and Extras seemed to stay, but they were a little softer in yeah, their nature. Much softer. But um you know, and then news changed and you and I sort of both being in the news business watched it become, you know, this twenty four seven web, you know, break the news now at the moment kind of you know, release where news happened in the middle of the night and we all had to respond and react to it. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very true. But, but you're at the forefront of it, honey, and I don't want my listeners to forget that. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's very, very true. Um, I have a lot of questions to ask you today, and this is all about you. You could talk about your website, and I think that you should give everybody your website right now. I have two. Uh, the first one is uh, Flow. Anthony's with no apostrophe, apostrophe 
blacknoir.com. That's Slow Anthony's blacknoir.com. And the second one is celebritytoyboxmagazine.com. Okay, well, I think everybody should check these out. I, you know that I'm kind of, a, you know, a magazine, you know, addict, and I love magazines, and I know magazines, and I just really wanted to compliment you on each of them and talk about each of the magazines. Um, I was very impressed when I received them. I, you know, I look at the magazines, and I'm like, wow, this is nice for a color. You got Whitney Houston on the cover of one of the recent issues that you sent to me. Looking fabulous. Looking fabulous, looking for a resurrection. Yes. <laughs> I just want to know if 50 Cent staring in the background has anything to do with her, but no, I think it's just your aesthetics. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm looking at, you know, the production and your advertisers and I, I'm just really impressed that you have this, you know, I, you managed to produce this in this marketplace. I, I'm very, very impressed by this Thank magazine. Thank you. That means a lot. It, it, especially this has been a rough week for me, so that that me, means a lot and, and lets me know that what I'm doing is not in vain. Well, it's not in vain at all. I mean, you have a formula here. I mean, this is a real magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I... Um, you know, I'm looking through it, and you know, I'm looking at the, you know, the urban flair. And tell me if I'm right. It's sort of, I don't know. I'm trying to position it in my mind, and it sort of looks like, you know, a it's sort of a people magazine for the urban community. Would I, mm-hmm. would I that's be right? What I'm, I'm uh, with the next Black Noir that's coming out. Rihanna is on the cover with Patti LaBelle on the inset, and I really am trying to evolve it into not not so much people. I like kind of the way that us moves with the pictures of all the different parties right, and, right. and everything. So I, I'm kind of trying to use that formula. Not to mention that us made a profit of $76 million last year, so it sounds good to me. <laughs> Listen, it's always good for a per, an entrepreneur, um, a magazine publisher, to look at who they want to be who's successful in the marketplace mm-hmm. and, you know, try to, you know, evolve their formula from there. I mean, that's what smart magazine publishers do. It's uh, not a new business. Magazines have been around for a long time, and, uh, you know, it really helps to look at a successful publishing formula and aspire to, you know, have your own personality, which you certainly have, but follow that other formula that works as best as you can. And it seems you're right. It, as I'm As I'm paging through it right now, Black Noir is very us-like, you know, but it's clearly, you know, with the urban, urban you know, flavor to it. You know, an urban flavor. But what I find very interesting in Toy Box, you know, which is clearly about, you know, the urban community and their families is that you're really integrating a lot of white stuff, too. Yes, I thought it was important for Toy Box to be multicultural, uh, and we were fortunate enough to get interviews uh, with the great... Um, Reba McIntyre and with Molly Shannon, uh, Leslie Bennett from Project Runway. Uh, and so I just think where kids are concerned that it should be multicultural, it's still, uh, you know, um, mainly urban. And you but, can see it. Yeah, but but you pull through the urban veneer. Flair. Even Kimora Lee Simmons being the cover, being part, you know, uh, African American and part Japanese. It you know gives you a multicultural thing, and it's clear, and you do it right. It doesn't look coerced, you know. It doesn't look forced, and I know that's because you know you're the master. <laughs> um, you know, it's done really well. And, Thank you so you know, my much. My compliments to you, seriously. Um, 
I, you know, I, I'm just looking through it. How long have you been publishing it? Well, Toy Box, the, the cover with Kimura is our premier issue. Uh, Black Noir, I'm going into my fourth year with. So uh, we've hung in there that long. I guess we can hang in a little longer. Uh, and I want to bring out another magazine, a sports magazine called Joe, which would be named after my dad, because there's no African-American uh, sports magazines out there, Cindy. And you know, Think about that. How stupid is that? athletes are African-American. You know? I mean, you know, that's, now that's a smart niche. I mean, i got to tell you something. You're right. I'm, like, thinking about it, and I'm thinking about, you know, some of the experience that I have in the urban publishing community. I, you know, I worked with Unleashed when they were publishing back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? Why didn't anybody else think about that before? Well, I had one before called Gladiator, but it was on a very small scale. Um, you know, just really no real distribution or anything. So now uh, Cable is my distributor. They distribute both Black Noir and Toy Box, and they've really worked very well with me. They're open to all ideas that I've got. So, you know, as soon as I can find some financial help to get Joe going, maybe there'll be some listeners out there that can help out. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, well listen, we'll I think that... get it on the newsstands. Uh, no, well, I, I think that there's a niche for it. I figured that you probably have, you know, a sample copy. You probably, you know, Not have yet. a mock-up. I haven't gotten that far, but I'll have it soon. doesn't well, take much. Yeah, but it look, I mean, you know, between what's happening in basketball today and football today, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's become a business, it's a, a multi-trillion business. dollar business. Yeah, it's a huge business. It's like the um, All-Star Game. Um, Major League Baseball was here last week, and somebody commented that where sports was concerned, there was no recession. <laughs> no, exactly right. You watch yeah. sports, and you're like, damn. Yeah. But listen, I, again, I have to hand it to you for doing all of this stuff, you know, in a recessionary you know, community, because it takes balls. Yes, it does. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's tough out there, but I always encourage everybody to hang in there. And I also remind Yeah, we hang in there. Uh, a uh, financial analyst told me if we could just hang in there like the next year and a half, uh, in general, to two years, this recession is going to pass. Now, that seems like forever, a year and a half to two years, but it really isn't that long. You know, well, when you look at things in a historical sense, and this is what all the smart financial analysts kind of people say, it's like this has happened before, different shapes and forms. You know, it's happened with the dot-com bubble. You know, it's happened in the 80s. You and I, you know, have watched this happen before. And, um, you know, again, recessionary environments take place, you know, different ways, different times. But, you know, we're feeling it very, very intensely right now for a number of different reasons, including the fact that the presidential election is coming up. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, but if people just kind of hang in there and put in perspective that it's going to be a really tough year and, yeah, maybe you have to spend more than you really anticipated that you were going to spend, if you hang in there, you're right. I yeah. hear I hear about a year. It, yeah. Everything has to sort of clean itself out. It's very Darwinian. It's survival of the fittest. And, uh, you know, if we could keep our heads together during these tough times, then you and I are, you know, we've kind of been around. Well, listen, stay tuned. Don't go away, Flo. We're going to take a commercial break, and I told you this is your hour. So oh, my stay God. on. We're going to come back and promote you more and come back in a News. 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 News.
your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties, festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L, entertainment.com, or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. There's a purpose revolution sweeping the world. Now more than ever before, in the midst of so many things they could do, people are asking what they should do. Since 1991, John Stanko has been helping people all over the world answer these questions. Now John is bringing his purpose message and philosophy to Voice America, where you will hear from people of purpose like John, who have found what they were created to do. Join John and his guests from around the world every week on his show, Your Purpose Quest, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern right here on Voice America. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning again. We're back with Flo Anthony, publisher, editor-in-chief of Black Noir and Toybacks Magazines and columnist for a lot of different news outlets, New York, Amsterdam News, Philadelphia, Sunday Sun, distributes and syndicates her radio shows all over the place, um, best known for her own radio show, Gossip to Go with Flo. Welcome back. Thank you, Cindy. That was a hell of an introduction. It goes on forever. <laughs> if it was presenting your Academy Award, they would have cut me off. I know. The bells would have started ringing and the music would have started playing. But listen, when you have your own radio show, you can do what you want. You can do what you want. I love it. I know. Well, listen, I want to talk to you a little bit about gossip. I mean, obviously, this is what you do, so I want to steal some of that. You've got okay. to tell me what's... What's happening? What's new? Because I'm sure you have more of the inside scoop well, on everything. People, it's easier if you ask me about certain people, and then I can. Uh, All right. There. Well, okay. We let's talk about Fifty Cent since he's on 
the cover of your most recent issue, I think. Well, you know, he's been in the news a whole lot lately. In fact, he's in the news today. He's actually suing Taco Bell, claiming it parlayed a media stunt into an ad campaign. His attorneys are accusing Taco Bell of false advertising by circulating a letter addressed to 50, asking him to change his name for one day from 50 cent to 79 cent, 89 cent, or 99 cent. And as lawyers wrote after Taco Bell drafted the letter, it did not send it to 50 Cent. Instead, Taco Bell released it to the national press. Oh, you know what? Clever on Taco Bell's part, I have to say, as an old-time publicist. That's a nice little publicity stunt, (laughs) but interesting legal implication. Very interesting legal implication. Um, Oh, my God. So what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that it's going to be dropped because... um, you know, for, you know, first Taco Bell's right for First Amendment use, or you know, is Fifty Cent going to well, prevail they because they were circulated the letter? I think they're going to have to pay him some money. I don't know if it's the million bucks he wants, but I think they're going to have to pay him some. Well, you know, God, that changes that changes the nature of how these you know young whippersnapper publicists work these days. I mean, you yes. and I have watched the publicity business for a long time, very long time. I and, deal with it every day. You know, and it just seems, and I, I think that you'll agree with me that a lot of the younger publicists or the new way of doing public relations with the newer public relations firms, there's a lot of liberties taken in terms of, you know, using a public figure and sort of manipulating an endorsement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that comes from that, you know, Facebook, MySpace, social networking sort of, you know, use of news today. The blogging crew. Yeah, well, it's, it, blogging meets social networking. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, there's liberties where people are not thinking about legal consequences and, you know, it's getting out of line. So Way I'm, out of control. You know, I'm really amazed. I'm kind of glad in a way that, you know, that people are cracking down. Yeah. Because it just got out of hand. It came to the point where if a manager said that they received a product from a celebrity, all of a sudden, the celebrity uses the product. Yep. You know, and, and I, I think that went a little bit too far. getting in trouble for that kind of thing, too. Wow. Well, you and I are just sitting there saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, but interesting. So here's the question. Was it worth it for Taco Bell to do that because they're getting all of this publicity? You know, even know. if they, they have to pay something. to the little dog, maybe. <laughs> well, say again? <laughs> they should have stuck to the little dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe they should have. It's okay, you know. No, that's really, really funny. Okay, so, and again, let's talk a little bit about Whitney Houston because she looks beautiful. She She looks good. She looks young. She looks rejuvenated. She doesn't look like she's on crack. I mean, you know, she it's a beautiful fantastic. picture. I understand that Whitney is doing pretty well. She's moved to Los Angeles, and she's actually been in the studio out there all of this time. She's also done a couple performances overseas. That particular pack uh, on the cover of Black Noir was taken at Fashion Rocks in London, uh, where she didn't actually sing, but she hosted and made an appearance. Uh, but she sang in the Caribbean um, back, I believe, in like May, mm-hmm. and she's been doing small appearances. Well, I mean, so she's having now she's taking singing lessons again. I hear. Is yeah, well, I think that her voice was damaged. Uh, you know, she's never really, I guess she's admitted but not admitted to using drugs. I understand that her voice was very badly damaged by the drugs. She had to have her throat cleaned several times. Well, listen, if she's going to make a comeback and she's going to clean up her act, all power to her. 
Yeah. I mean, seriously. Okay, so I'm going to throw out some more celebrities at you. That's what you like. I love it. You know, let's talk about J-Lo being a new mom, because I see, you know, you featured her in your Dazzling Denim feature. Yes, in Dazzling Denim in uh, Black Noir and as a Red Hot Mama in Toy Box. (laughs) No, exactly. Um, You know... Is, do you think she's enjoying motherhood? I think she's enjoying motherhood. It seems motherhood. that they are, that she is enjoying motherhood. You do see a lot of photographs with her holding at least one of the babies. I've never seen one of her holding two. There have been some problems, though, they're telling me with uh, the nannies. Because of there being two kids, it's been an awful lot for the nannies, and she's had revolving nannies. They've quit. I think her mom has had to uh, move in at one point to try to help her out. Wow. Well, that's, you know, I, I could understand that. It must be tough. It must be, they must be demanding. Yeah. And there's two it's, kids. It's you know, two kids there's two, two small babies. You know, I mean, yeah. this is, um, you know, so, but again, you know, we congratulate her. We're happy for her. It was um, an a interesting. A long road to have a baby for her. She denied having uh, the, um, the in vitro, but um, the tablets always said that she did, so. Yeah, well, you know what? It's interesting. We know that, I think, you know, she wanted to get pregnant for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, and I don't think that that's out of line to surmise no. that. And then all of a sudden you're having twins. And she's almost 40 years old. So. Exactly. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm not surprised by it. You not know. at all. Okay, so again, this is all from the pages of Black Noir, so I'm all connecting this to... The people that you cover, you have a wonderful section called Out All Night. Yeah. Okay, and um, featuring the celebrities that are all out and about town. You know, Beyonce, of course, looking fabulous. As always. I mean, my goodness, is she as, is she as perfect as she really You know what, I think that Beyonce is uh, that perfect. Uh, The sales girls at um, Giuseppe uh, Zanotti, they tell me that she is just one of the nicest celebrities that they've ever had to wait on. And any time you see her, she's smiling and everything. I mean, she's very polite to the press in in paparazzi. She'll stop and pose and then call it a day. Because, you know, Cindy, what, what is so hard about smiling? I don't know. You what tell me. So I mean, you're in a celebrity. You're in the public eye. I don't yeah. understand why celebrities get all uptight about it. You I... know who I really hate, and I don't even know him, is John Mayer. Because first of all, okay, fine, you're a decent singer and all, but you ain't Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, or Elton John. So <laughs> get, uh, get, you know, let, let's get real. You're not even Justin Timberlake. But maybe so he's just all depressed. <laughs> and, and green and all this crap he goes around doing to me is so Freaking ridiculous! No, I listen. Does he? I, I mean, well, what is it? Is it, maybe he's depressed? I think he's depressed. Well, he's dating Jennifer Aniston. She made fourteen million last year. He ought not to be depressed. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> I just don't understand it. It's like you know, particularly today. I think that the celebrities that are good natured, you know, um, the press are going to treat them better. You know, again, I go back to TMZ, and I, you know, I watch it because I think it's just funny. It's really people, highly rated. Very highly rated, yeah. but you see these celebrities, and you know Dustin Hoffman, for example, handles it really well. I mean, you know, he knows that's a part of his terrain. He's an old pro, and they an old always um, uh, the uh, the older set always dealt with the press and the media. You know, we're always kind of available to them, everything. Right? No, it's very true. But then you see like other people, and they're like, "Go away, go away." 
go away. And what's going to happen, it makes them look silly, but they have to know that they're a part of the public eye. And, you know, what I don't understand is if you're a celebrity, how could you not know that this is a part of it? You can't, if you're, if you're a public figure, you're going to go out and you can't really have a normal life. No, you can't. You know, so. But you elected to have this life and to be making these, these uh, tens of millions of dollars. So I think you've got to kind of deal with what, you know, what you've dealt. You know, given. Oh, okay, and let's talk about your boy, um, Didified P. Diddy. <laughs> He's in the news today, too. Uh, in fact, I just said on the radio that he has a new drink uh, called the Diddy. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw uh, Sean, because that's what I call him. I actually saw him on Saturday night at Russell Simmons' house out in the Hamptons. But uh, Diddy is taking uh, his drink, Chirac Vodka, to the next level. He's launching a new drink called the Diddy that he wants to become the drink of the summer. Uh, now, uh, he's got a very simple method to create it. It's mixed one point. Five ounces of Chirac vodka with three ounces of lemonade, shake, and serve. So uh, he also, as I said, he was out at Russell's party Saturday night, and it was a um, charity event for the Art of Life Gala for kids to get art lessons and to go to art camp. And he bought five purple balloons at $1,000 apiece, which will send five children to camp. Oh, that's cool. That's very, very cool. We have to take another break in a second. I just want to bring up Sharon Stone for a second because I'm thinking about when she had her nervous breakdown talking about how, you know, China deserved to have the earthquake. And then she gave Diddy a hard time saying, you know, she was raising money, right? And she's like, you know, come on, you have $3 million or you're spending it all on crack? More money on crack. That was awful. I don't know what was wrong with her that that whole trip. I mean, she was was like, that was whack. She's a little eccentric anyway. A lot of people don't realize that. Well, you know what? We met her back in the day. You know, I, you know, in the day when she started breaking out from really, you know, C celebrity to A celebrity is when she finished Total Recall. You know, mm-hmm. um, but let's talk about that in a second. We got to take a break. You know how this works, and I, we'll come back to that in the next segment. Okay? Okay. All right, Flo Anthony. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. 
Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788, and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Having a hot sizzling show with Florence Flo Anthony, publisher, editor-in-chief of Black Noir and Toyback Magazine. She's a renaissance woman. Welcome back, Flo. Hey, you know, Cindy, I was just listening to the Clio Awards that you won. I don't even think, do they, they don't have the Clio Awards anymore, do they? I don't think they do, and it shows how dated I am, right? I know, but what's so funny about it, the guy, I, I did a story way back in the day on page six about the guy who created the Clio Awards, and it was like this crazy story. Really? Yeah, I can't even remember it all now, but it, whatever it was, it was really hysterical. So. Uh, no, but I remember, you know, I think that they still exist in a in a different form now. Oh, I think they okay. went through an evolution, but I won those when I was over at Playboy, and not only was I in charge of PR, but advertising. And, um, you know, so the spots won Cleo's, and listen, it says Cindy Rakowitz Playboy on them, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? But, yeah, awards have a way of... Um, Going in and out of Vogue, yeah, I guess, unless did. you're the Emmys or the Oscars. Yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah, no, going back to Sharon Stone, as we were talking about in the previous segment, no, I I, watched, I think she had a nervous breakdown at that moment. Yeah, something went on. I mean, and, that, that was a nervous breakdown. I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to be so sorry about she's this. She's been quirky for some time. I mean, ever since the, that, uh, that marriage of hers to the uh, guy who was the editor of the San Francisco Chronicle, Right. Like oh, and she got and he got bitten by a you know then. some kind of dragon in the zoo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's been downhill since then. You know, yeah, and then, you know, again, I knew her when she did Total Recall, and mm-hmm. she was on the cover of Playboy magazine, and we had a screening of Total Recall at Columbia, at Columbia Studios in New York City. Yeah. And I hung out with her, and I thought she was at the time very very smart. You know, it was a time when she kind of took all of her staff inside. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, she incorporated. She was one of the first people that said, "I'm going to become a multi-million dollar corporation." Oh, she did. She even when she started wearing those Valentino clothes so she could get on the best dress list, she started um, actually um, 
cataloging her clothes and everything. I mean, she was, and I'm like, you know what? When people would ask me about the celebrities that I knew, I'm like, this girl is really smart. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's really going to become a corporation. And I admired her so much. And then after I saw that, I became like, you know, vastly disappointed. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, what is she doing? She thinks the earthquake should have happened. It was karma because it's bad. Are you crazy? Oh, my God, it was awful. It was just awful. I wanted to talk to you a little bit. We're jumping all around, but I know you could handle it because you're a Renaissance woman. Yeah, is um, I want to talk a little bit about um, style, urban trends, what we saw at the BET Awards this year. One of the things that you know that I do is I'm representing um, a cosmetic dentist who has quite a few urban clients, um, most recently Landon Brown. and You know Landon. We can yeah. talk about Landon. I mean, you know, after all, it's Bobby Brown's son. Yeah, stepson, all of that kind of stuff. He's kind of hot, isn't he? He's very cute, Landon. Um, I, I met him in person, too. and I'm like, I, I, I have a crush on him. <laughs> and he, he comes across very well with the media. He was, even though he didn't win, he was good on the little reality show, you know. Uh, Rock um, the Cradle. Of, yeah, The Cradle. So, uh, and I, th- I think he has a big future. No, I do too. Well, now he has great teeth because of Dr. Constant. Oh, he got okay. The, he got the veneer. August 7th, me and Dr. Cousin, we got to get together. I know. We have to revisit that girly girl. Yeah, buddy. You <laughs> know, well, again, he, he does good teeth. He'll give you a great whitening. Um, you know, he, he does it well. I think that Bobby's thinking about going in, but that's like a, that's a little, t- that's a little gossip thing. <laughs> you know, because Bobby and Landon still hang out together. Yeah, and, they've um, always kind of been close. I, my problem with Landon is I think that he has a little bit of selective memory. I know he's your client. But, uh, you know, I know his mom. I know when he was small and was there, out there with Whitney and Bobby. And I also know one of his former girlfriends. So I think he's kind of twist things a little bit. Well, I think he has a creative flair. Yeah, let's put it that way. I That's mean, I think he has a creative That's flair. A I, like, I think he likes to tell flair. stories. He likes to tell stories the way that, you know, he the stories them. work he well. Did, so he may not remember them exactly as they were. <laughs> He's a good kid. I, I yeah. really, actually, I really like him. And I know that you know, you know, some of my friends that I've come into contact with, like Andrew Scott, who yes, I think is really nice. great. Yeah. And, you know, that's how I'm running in these Landon Bobby circles. Circles, I love it. It's really kind of funny. But let's talk about urban style a little bit. Um, the trend seems to be a, a little bit more downplayed. Uh, perhaps the urban community, um, you know, is reflecting because they're always style makers. Mm-hmm. A little bit of what we are talking about before, the recessionary times. You can't be too blingy. No, you can't. Um, Ever be oh. too blingy. I mean, but, you know, there was a time where everything was bling, and, you know, as soon as, what, four or five years ago, right? Yeah, but I think a lot of people are still blinging like that. I think um, not only just the rappers are blinging like that, I think that certain actresses and singers are also blinging like that. Oh, yeah, I mean... You know, some, but you're not seeing, uh, what we're going away from a little bit is you're not seeing grills as much. Well, thank God. I mean, that was like the ugliest look in the history of looks. I know. I mean, you know. <laughs> but, but everybody's like, you know, but everybody's Hallelujah, like getting them fixed. praise the Lord. Well, you know what? Was it a statement? You're st- I mean. I what? don't know what it was. It was a. a was it rebellion? I don't know, but thank God those things are gone. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking about them in a sexual way, and they can't be pretty. They're oh pretty. no, they can't be. Sexually, <laughs> just be like, oh God, you're gonna kill me or something. <laughs> no, thank, thank God, those girls are like are past tense. <laughs> but they were so popular. Yeah. Were, I mean, at the time, I mean, it was just like so popular. And then you see like these regular people 
you know, the non-celebrity people who are trying to do it, and then you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, that that was really bad. So I'm glad that that little fad, you know, went asunder. Oh, I know. Me too. Me too. Okay, I'm going to go back to talking about, you know, celebrities again because that's really the most fun that we're having together, and it helps you get out there. You know, again, it all ties into your publications. It all ties into Toy Box and Black Noir. And um, I'm going to go back to Toy Box again because, again, it's, um, you know, sort of, you know, it's good housekeeping. It's fresh. It's good housekeeping-esque. Yes. You know, I, you know me and going back to the stalwart publications, like, you know, I can't help it. I've been in magazines too long, I guess. A long time. But I, I think I'm right about that. Isn't there a, sort of a good housekeeping flair to it? Well, yeah, in fact, it is. We've even got a Toy Box Housekeeping 101 where, I, you know, I talk about new things to do dishes with and, uh, and that kind of thing. So it is kind of good housekeeping. I didn't even think of that. I forgot about good housekeeping. But uh, it, it does give you that flavor because, like I said, we've got Toy Box uh, Housekeeping 101. Uh, you know, we've got the fashion, uh, you know, with all the, um, with the children's fashion to show. And it even is kind of like McCall's once was. You know, when you were a kid and your mom would get McCall's, there was that Betsy McCall paper doll in there. Which I might, you know, I might bring her back. I think you should. You know, I, I think you should. Well, a toy box or something. You know, we'll get a new name for her. I like it. Well, but the thing about I, I don't want people to be confused. I mean, it's certainly you know, it's good housekeeping with a multicultural flair. Yeah. You gotta, uh-huh. you know, you gotta talk about the you know the long term formulas that work, and that's good housekeeping. But what good housekeeping doesn't have is the multicultural flair. And also, McCall's, even though they're no longer there. Uh, because you remember Rosie O'Donnell bought it and then changed it to Rosie, and that went down very fast. Was, that ship sank immediately. But I think that uh, McCall's was also a parenting magazine, because what it is, it's kind of an urban parenting magazine with an emphasis on celebrities and their kids. No, you no, know, that's true. They try to true. give, you know, weight loss programs if you just, you know, post baby weight, uh, you know, different toys that are good for kids. Uh, I think we covered everything, soup to nut, how to do a make one room into an extra room. No, you do, kids. and you cover health. You yeah. have Dr. Well, health is very, Edward. very important. I think, particularly yeah, in a society health. where we're great killing our health. kids with fast food. Yeah, we had a great health item uh, written by Dr. O'Neill, written on how to um, keep your kids' weight down just by walking a lot of places that you're going with your child as opposed to putting them in the stroller or, you know, carrying them or going in a car. Yeah, well, yeah, and get healthy and don't have French fries for lunch. And yeah, breakfast and very dinner. true. I had some yesterday, though. Well, you know, it's okay. You're not a child anymore. You can do what you want. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see that you also interviewed Matthew Knowles talking about yes, Beyonce. Uh, Matthew Knowles was wonderful. He also took out an ad for his new toy line, Baby Jams, that's only available at Walmart. And he is such a, a fabulous example of a wonderful father. He's, you know, raised Beyonce, of course, her younger sister, Solange. Kelly from Destiny's Child lived with them from, since she was nine, and his niece always lived with them. So he's, he's done a fantastic job with these young women. It's unbelievable. He doesn't get enough credit for that. No, he really doesn't. Um, so that's you know. why I had him a star dad. Uh, no, I think he probably loved that. And that's, you know, I think that was a good <laughs> He poem. did love it. He got 20 copies of it. <laughs> oh, good. You should send him more. Let's yeah. talk about Snoop because you have him featured in Toy Box because he yeah. is a dad. Well, every year um, at the Super Bowl, he gives what's called the Snooper Bowl. 
Oh, and um, so I featured that. I, no, I see. So what's what's special about the Snooper Bowl? Well, he's got this junior football league, and it keeps kids out of trouble. Uh, it inspires kids to do more than you know, uh, do bad things and stay in trouble. And it, it it inspires them to be in good, clean competition. And then they also win scholarships and things like that. Um, oh, I think that's good. Again, yeah. you know, hats off to Snoop because I don't think he gets enough credit for some no, of the No, I mean, if you see his reality show, though, you can see he's a pretty hands-on dad. I want to talk. We have one more segment to go through, and this is going pretty fast, but you're a radio girl, so you okay, know how fast it goes. you know what, uh, though, Cindy, I'm probably going to have to bounce off early at around 45 minutes before the hour because, unfortunately, I live in New York City, and I have to move my car with the alternate Well, then you know what? We're going to wrap up right now, honey. (laughs) We're going to wrap up right now. You've got to take care of that car. I would love to have you on again. I can't get a ticket or get it towed. It's double parked. I've got to park it legally. All right. Well, listen, you go take care of that. We thank Flo Anthony, publisher, editor-in-chief of Black Noir and Toy Box Magazines, columnist for New York Amsterdam News and Philadelphia Sunday Sun and radio shows galore, gossip to go with Flo. Global is my syndicator. I want to... Thank you for having me, Cindy. It's been wonderful talking with you. And I'm going to be in Los Angeles from August 7th through the 9th for the, um, through the 10th, I'm sorry, for the American Black Film Festival. And I'm giving a party on the 9th. I want you to come. You can bring Landon, bring Andrew, bring Doctor. We have a oh, great time. Oh, it sounds fabulous. Well, listen, <laughs> we'll stay in touch. Thank you so much for doing right, the show, girl. and we'll talk soon. All right, bye now. Take care. 